Welcome back to the Talking Sports Podcast, hosted by Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Trumport, right here on YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And as always, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Use code TSP for a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars with a minimum of ten dollars. How are we doing, Jar? Not so great, Pete, because we were talking about the premise today and uh our team's not in it. So it's a little it's a little sad. You can tell by Jarrah's jersey. Jarrah yeah. served on the jersey. Lester you got it. I got to wrap them still. I got to wrap them. the city logo. Uh, they picked up their first win in the championship uh, on Sunday. So they're starting their campaign to get back to the Prem. So hopefully when we're doing this episode next summer, we are talking about Leicester City. But today we are not. And if you guys missed, if, if you guys have been new to the channel, last uh, summer we did a Premier League episode. We predict a full table. We'll each give you guys our own table. We'll start at 20. We'll go to one and let us know what you guys think. But before we get into that, Jared, tell everyone where they should follow us on social media. And once again, tell us who we are sponsored by. Yeah, guys, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Talking Sports PD. If you've been following us, you know we've been posting our uh, NFL uh, top 10 at each position until the season starts. So we just, just did D tackles and we'll continue until. Um, yeah, the season kicks off. Um, so follow us on there. Um, more content rather than just videos. We give you lists. We give you our opinions on stuff. At Talking Sports PD, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And then like Pete mentioned, if you can look at the top left corner of the screen, we are sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. And, you know, we're doing a Prem video today. Um, so Underdog does soccer or football. And uh, you can make bets on that. Um yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool app. Use t- promo code TSP, and they'll match your first deposit um, 100% on the app. So, yeah, promo code TSP for underdog sports fantasy. Yeah, guys, and if you guys need any of this information or you missed it or all that stuff, it's all in the description below, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all our social medias, and as well on our link trees on all our personal social medias and all of our talking sports podcast social medias. So it's everywhere. It's really hard to miss anything Jared just said if you didn't miss what Jared just said. But, yes, we're going to get right into it. So it might be a little bit of a longer episode. So buckle up if you're in the car on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, 10 and 2, and keep driving. If you're watching on YouTube, go get a drink, and let's enjoy some Premier League. So we're going to start with you, JR. So we're going to go from 20 to 1. So, JR, obviously 18, 19, and 20 get relegated. We know too well about that. So tell us. Who's 20 and who's going back to the championship? Yeah, so at 20th, um, getting relegated, um, I have Sheffield United, the newly uh, promoted team from the championship. They came in second last year with 91 points. They got 28 wins last year in the championship, but I just don't see them continuing uh, this in the the Prem. Prem's just a different beast. Uh, With Sheffield, I feel like they don't have many goal scorers on the team. Um, so you're not going to see a lot of goals from them, which is going to put them down a lot um, in games. They didn't spend any money. They spent around like 11 million. And here's a cool stat. Uh, in the last five years, there's only one team who got newly promoted to spend less than 50 million pounds and stay in the prem. That was Brentford. So, I mean, when you, when you get back in the, when you get in the prem, you got to spend money. If you want to stay in it, they haven't really spent money. And they just lack goal scores. Um, so I think it's going to be hard for them to stay in games and compete uh, when they're down or, uh, you know, get a lead. So I got I got Sheffield at 20th. Yeah. Uh, 
they're one of those teams that just obviously got promoted. They are didn't spend like Jared said. So they're obviously a candidate for relegation. Another team that I think and who I have at 20, that is Luttentown or Lutentown. I'll make sure I pronounce that right. They also just got promoted. They were the final and third team to get promoted from the championship. They won at Wembley uh, to the Prem. This is a team and that's most notable for their stadium. And I'm not saying that's the reason they should be relegated or not. But if you go Google their stadium, it's one of the smallest stadium. it's, it's stadiums. It's kind of a little bit run down, no offense. And it's also it looks like it's someone's backyard. It's one of those things, village. Yeah, it's one of those things where the Premier League had to tell them to spend at least $10 million or around that number to upgrade their stadium for the season because they have to hold obviously a ton of games you have to hold away stands like when manchester city fans come or man U or arsenal it's like it just doesn't fit or when so, they you know, play in those stadiums it's like a palace to them you know yeah 100 yeah. percent. and this is a team that obviously just got back to the prem just barely escaped the championship and they didn't spend a lot of money either like these are one of the teams like them and sheffield united that just didn't spend money and when you don't spend money it's hard to compete with the big dogs. I, I think they're a cool story. I think they very are. I think they, they are, but I don't see them having enough firepower on any side of the ball. Or like you would think they would improve a little to get to the prem. There's just not a lot of options on this team. So I think they're one of the teams that just struggles mightily, and I think they I think they go back down really quickly. Yeah, I guess yeah, they're just a very very small club. Yeah, Jared, who do you got at nineteen? Yeah, so at 19, I have actually a Premier League team uh, last year, and that is AFC Bournemouth. Um, I, I wasn't even high on Bournemouth. I'll be honest, I had Bournemouth 20th last year. They were 15th last year. I was wrong on that. But again, here's just another team that didn't get much better after you know coming in 15th last year. And I think to stay in the Prem, you got to continuously improve your team year after year. Like you see the top dogs like man city arsenal they could i mean they got the money i'll be honest like Bournemouth doesn't have money like that but they continuously spend and get better even with their losses so i know i just did not see them get much better this year i think they'll take a drop from 15 and i think they'll land at 19 um yeah i i just there's no one flashy on this team and again like uh, sheffield i'd say they lack goal scorers um so yeah i i just don't see bournemouth maintaining i mean not saying 15 is good but maintaining that you know below average in the prem and staying i think they take a drop this year and will play next year in the championship who i got a 19 for me is someone we disagreed heavily with each other off camera and that is i have 19 i have nottingham four so another team like jared said that was in the prem last year in the prem again this year newly to the prem last year i I don't think they're talented whatsoever. I think they're one of those teams that I think was fighting with relegation last year. They were, I thought they were doing better than they were. And then they fired their manager and they kind of stayed around the fifth. I forgot where they finished 15, 14. Jerry, if you want to look that up, that'd be right here. They finished 16th, 16. Okay. So they're one of those teams. Look, they did add Anthony Ilanga from Manchester United. Uh, I don't, they don't really have a true goalkeeper at this point because Dean Henderson's back at Man U after the loan spell. I know they're interested in Matt Turner, who's the U.S. national team goalie, and he is the backup current currently to Aaron Ramsdale at Arsenal, so that obviously makes sense. He would go play at, play, actually play at Nottingham Forest instead of sit the bench at Arsenal. I, I look, I'm looking down the roster, and I don't love it. I think someone that could be very good or who was been, who's been very good, uh, 
Brendan Johnson. They did add Chris Wood from Newcastle, I believe. And I, I, I just don't see them having enough firepower. I didn't think they brought enough players in to sustain a prem, uh, stay in the prem. I think after escape or after being your first year in the Premier League after from the championship and you not narrowly, but escape relegation at 16th, I think you needed to probably add a little more talent to kind of go from 16th to 12th, to kind of cut the gap. I don't think they did. I think they, I think the gap kind of closed on them this off season or this summer. So I still think them, I think they're a 19th place team right now. No, I can see it. We do disagree heavily. I'm not, really? I'll, I'll bring it up later, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not huge on them, but we have our differences there. JR, 18, who's the final team that gets relegated in this Premier League season? Yeah, so this, you know, I'm, I'm taking a little bold. I'm not on this pick, but you'll see because of this pick, I'm going bold. I'm going another team that was in the Prem last year. So I only have one team that's getting that getting promoted to, uh, to get relegated again, and that's Sheffield. At 18, I have the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Here's another team. You know, I'll say it again. They just did not get better. I feel like they lost a lot of guys, like Connor Cody, who's now at Leicester. Um, and they lost Ruben Neves to Saudi Arabia, Al-Halal. Um, and they didn't really bring in any new talent. Um, they lost a couple other guys, Bath and Collins and uh, Raul Jimenez or Jimenez. And this team, they finished, I think, uh, they finished 13th last year, which isn't that bad, but the beginning of the year they were struggling i think they were in relegation beginning of the year and then they started winning a little bit but yeah i i just don't think this team got better again um and i get i see them just dropping off uh i saw a lot of like i was watching some videos and this guy was just ripping the coach like the coach doesn't want to be there he wants to be somewhere else so it just looks like a bad culture mm-hmm. or from what the, that guy's point of view um he's not really a reliable source but yeah, I, I just I see him dropping. Um, yeah, I, it's nothing much more to say. I think they got worse uh, this year, and they'll take a drop. Yeah, yeah. There, I don't have them as in my 18th spot. We're getting relegated, but I don't have them much higher than you do. For me, my my 18th team, and this is a team that has fought and narrowly escaped relegation the last two years on the final day, me and, and that is. Yeah. And that is Everton. Maybe it's maybe a little butthurt that they stayed up and we didn't, but you know what? It's my opinion. But I don't look, you narrowly escaped relegation two years in a row. Two years in a row. And I feel like the roster hasn't fully changed or hasn't changed enough where, you know what, guys? Something's not right here. Like something's clearly not right. We're Everton. We might need a new change. They've obviously changed managers, and that hasn't always worked. They have some nice attack, and they have Damari Gray. They have Dominic Calvert-Lewin. He's been injured over the years, though. I don't love that. They have Delia Lee in the midfield. They still have Jordan Pickford at in the back. Michael Keane as a defender. Uh, ben Godfrey as a defender. I still don't see this team. Like, I go up and down this roster, and I'm like, this is still a very similar team to what they were last year. They, I guess they, they added Ashley Young from Aston Villa. That's about it. And they added, um, or not, Don Jama. I did not pronounce it. Put that out there. A forward from Tottenham. I still don't see this team like this team needs a complete overhaul. You would think they would have done it after the year, after two years ago, narrowly escaping relegation. They didn't. You would think after this season, 
after narrowly escaping relegation. Guys, something needs to change, and they haven't done it. I think they're on the table once again, battling, and I think that maybe their luck just ends. And I think that they're my third and final team that gets relegated, and they finish 18th this season. No, I definitely agree. I feel like they didn't get better either. And I, I agree with they'll be battling for relegation this year as well, even though I don't have them getting relegated. But I wanted to fit them so badly, I just don't like them anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. Jared, who's who just narrowly escapes relegation on your list and who's yeah. at 17? So this is like the Cinderella story. I think Lutton Town will be just above relegation. I, I agree with all the points you said. So, so such a small club and it didn't really get better. Um, they added, I believe, Ryan Giles, um, who was a great signing. He had 11 assists last year. I forget. I think he was in the championship. I just forget which team. Um, he was on loan at the Wolves. Um, and then they got their leading scorer was Carlton Morris last year, 20 goals, six assists. Not saying he's going to blow them out of water in, in the Prem. Just saying they have a goal scorer on their team. But, you know, they have, they'll have they have some moments in the Prem, and then they'll have some moments where they get beaten down. But I, I, I got to put them at 17. Um, I think they'll just make it. It's going to be like a huge story. That'd be cool. Small club, maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll root for it. Yeah, I know. That, uh, I'm Partially, I'm picking them because I want them to stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's a small chance they can stay in. And if they do stay in, it's going to be six, 17 or 16. I don't think they're going to be middle of the pack. But, yeah, we'll see. And Ryan Giles, he was on load at Middlesbrough. Okay. And then, the, and then the year before, the Blackburn Rovers. from Obviously, from the Wolves. For me, 17, this is a team that Jarrah had relegated, and then it's Sheffield United. I'm not going to sit here on my soapbox and be like, oh, man, I know a ton about Sheffield United. I can name their strategy, their players, their coaches. That's not what I'm doing here. This is a team that obviously just got promoted from uh, from the championship. And I do think they have enough talent on this team. I do think they were much better than I think a Lutton Town was. Not Burnley, because Burnley absolutely ran through the championship last year. Sheffield United was much better than a Lutton Town was in the championship. I still think they have that. I think they remind me of Bournemouth last year. One of those teams that like just got promoted. They're not good. Like nobody's beating on the drum to be like, ah, they're good. But they're not bad. They're gonna do enough. They're gonna sneak enough wins down the stretch. I just think they outlast Everton. And you know what? This could be one of those things where they finish 17th by one point. Like This isn't going to be a narrow gap from 18 to 17. So I like Sheffield United at 17. They still have a lot of their same roster from last year. Uh, I guess we can beat on the drill for continuity. But this is a type of team that's going to battle for relegation the whole year. They might sit at 18, 19 for most of the year. I think they narrowly squeak away with 17th and then get stayed for another year and then have to add talent or they're going to get relegated. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not huge on Sheffield, as you could see, but yeah, I could see. I'm not, it's not like I'm like, beat, yeah. I'm not beating the drum here for like no, that. I'm not saying you're huge on Sheffield. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying that. No, I know that. I know that. So, JR, who do you got at 16? So, at 16, I, I have a team, I believe they've been in the Prem for a while, um, and that's West Ham. Yeah. They lost Declan Rice, their best player, to Arsenal for over a hundred million dollars, I think like 130 or something. Um, but again, they didn't bring anyone really in. I mean, they brought some players, but no one that jumps off the board. They lost their best player um, by far. And they I think they got 13 last year, uh, 14th. 
14th. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they're not going to get relegated by any means or 16, but yeah, I just see him taking a little bit of a drop from, uh, what did I just say? 13 or 14, um, 14th, I think. Um, they finished 14 last year. Yeah. So, I mean, they're kind of just where they're at, where they were at last year, not a huge drop from 14 to 16, but you know, you're getting close to the relegated there. They're going to be playing for some l- later in the year. Um, but yeah, this a team that I think after losing Declan Rice, their captain, uh, they're going to kind of take a, a fall um, and they're going to have to work on regrouping this team for the future. Yeah, I like that. I have them a little higher, but losing Declan Rice, even though they did just win the Europa Conference League, obviously yeah. the third European title, it's a little different story this year than it was. So that was with Declan Rice. Right. And they weren't great last year. I agree. They weren't good in the Premier League last year. It they were good in the Europa, yeah. They were good in the Europa. They finished 14th, uh, only six points out of relegation. So two wins. So my 16th is a team that Jared mentioned. You mentioned them earlier. Yeah, you mentioned Bournemouth earlier. Yeah, I haven't been relegated. Yes, exactly. They're a team that, just once again, didn't do a lot, right? Like your team that they fired their head, their head coach, their manager, Gary O'Neill, co- towards the end of the year. And people were kind of shocked about it postseason because they were like, you know what? This team kind of stayed. You got year one in the Prem. And if you stay, that's a that's a dub. Doesn't matter where you finish. If you stay after getting promoted, it's it's a win. But this team finished, they finished 15th last year. They had 39 points. But something I want to notice, right? 39 points. Leicester was the last team to get relegated, finished in 18th at 34. So they were five points ahead of them. But out of their last five games, they lost four and won one. So they're they're coming into the season kind of on a sour note. They finished last season on a sour note. You got a new manager. And what's up with these teams just not adding people? I know, right? Trend. Like like everyone I've talked about just hasn't got better. And I, I get it, Jared. As my screen freezes and I can't scroll down, but whatever. I was trying to look at the rest of the Bournemouth roster. It's not letting me. But like what in town I get, and I get Sheffield, and I get Burnley, and I get those teams. Like you just get promoted. It's kind of tough to kind of sell you do small someone. signings. You don't. Yeah, you, you also kind of. It's tough to sell a team or sell a player. Like we were just in the championship. Obviously, they don't want to go back there. Like there's yeah. a chance we go back there, especially what in town and Sheffield. Bournemouth, a team maybe that's still closer to that than we think, and they are because you have them relegated. I have them in 16th. They're just not talented enough. And I think they're going to do enough down the stretch and they're going to do enough to be uh, safe. But this team is nowhere near talented enough to be their second year in the Prem and still with this group of players. So I got Bournemouth at 16. No, I, yeah, I agree with everything you said there. Um, Not huge on Bournemouth this year. So at 15 for me, I have a team that you talked about getting relegated. I kind of want them to get relegated. That's Everton. And I agree with all the points you said. They continuously are battling for relegation. This they just don't improve heavily on their team. But the reason why I have them at 15, not closer down to relegation or 16, 17, is because they've been there two years in a row and they just don't get relegated. They know how to I mean, I think two years ago and last year too, they kind of got saved. I mean, they won their last game last year, but two years ago, I believe they got saved by like the Wolves winning. Mm-hmm. But I mean you said they got a new coach. They got good player, like a good player, a good goal scorer on their team, Calvert Lewin. Knows how to put the ball in the goal. But I and I think they'll just be an average team this year. Maybe later down in the year they're gonna be, you know, fighting for that 15 spot, 15, 16, 17 spot. Um, I just don't see them getting relegated. They've been in the prem so long, they just know how to stay in, or they just get lucky enough to stay in. So I just can't say they're going to get relegated this year, but I just don't see them having a good year. 
Um, and like, like you said, they just didn't add anyone again. Um, so I think they just, they just, they're kind of like a team that will just sell when they're good and not even buy when they're bad. They just maintain being average. You talked about average, and that's what the Wolves are at 15. <laughs> they're average. <laughs> what? Good, good segue. segue. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I was thinking that. I was thinking you said average would do it. Well, you mentioned they lost Ruben Neves, right? They lost him to Saudi Arabia. That's a huge loss because this isn't yeah. a guy that is, excuse me, at the end of his career. This is a guy that's in his mid-20s. Could be a key factor on this team. They added Matt Doherty from a defender from Tottenham. They added a midfielder. They added, that's about it. Like, this team is still very average. Like, this team has no, they were good enough last year to be, a little above average at 13. I don't think they did enough to stay around like the top 13, top 12. They still have a good goalie, Jose Sa, from, I believe he's Portuguese. Mm, I think, I think so. I think he's Portuguese. Look, they're going to be okay. Like, this team's going to be okay. I don't think they're, you think they're getting relegated, right? Is that what you said? Uh, Yeah. I yes. think that they're 17th. You think they're 18th? 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. Sorry, I should have looked at that before I said it. But yeah. 18th, I, I like they have Pedro Neto, they have like that one of their attackers. I like their midfield has a huge gap right now with Ruben Nevis. I don't think they did enough. I think this is one of those years where they're like, eh, we're okay. Probably fire their manager mid year, like Jared said, average with Everton. I think we'll scream average and they're gonna finish 15th. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. They lost a lot of players. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna get really good, but I could see them, you know, scooping it out. At what are we at? 14. 14. I have another team. I feel like I've just been saying this every time. Another team who just didn't really improve this year and didn't spend money, and that's Crystal Palace. Um, I think they were they did well last year, they were 11th, but I think, like I said in the prime, you got to continuously improve with other teams improving. I think they're going to take a drop to 14, drop three spots. Um, they're not going to be fighting for relegation, but I just think they're. They're just in it, you know, just in the prem to play. Um, so nothing crazy, but I don't see this team going better than last year at 11. I think they'll stay 11 through 14, somewhere in that range, middle of the pack. Um, but, yeah, I think other teams have surpassed them with additions. Um, and just I feel like, I don't know, it's nothing jumps off the board with Crystal Palace for me. No, no. And nothing off jumps off the board for me either with Fulham at – 14. This is a team like Burnley this year where they have they had high expectations actually coming from the championship into the Prem. And they yeah, they they were actually good. 10th. Yeah. That's a very good year. I don't know. I think I think the, I think their talent level is gonna get caught up to them. They did out Rahul Jimenez. They still have Alexander Mitrovic, who you talked about last summer saying this is the guy that if Fulham wants to stay, needs to have a big year. And I think he had a pretty good year. Yeah, and I think Fulham did exceed both of our expectations, even though even if we thought Mitrovic would have a very good year. Mm-hmm. They still have William as a forward. They added Calvin ba- uh, Basie, another defender, young defender, used to be used to be at Leicester. Uh, those type of guys. So I think – I still think they're a good enough team. I think they're better than – I don't think they're going to be fighting for relegation. I just don't know if they can repeat what they did last year. I think a couple of the teams in front of them got in be- got better. I do really re- like, and this is another loss for Wolves, why they had him at 15. forgot to mention, but Raul Amendez with uh, Alexander Mitrovic in the forward or in the attacking, I think that's going to be very deadly. So I do think that was a good addition. I still don't think they're going to be 10th. I like them finishing in 14th 
Uh, but they're definitely a better team, and I think they're definitely safe at relegation this year. I agree. I have them taking a little step back. Um, but yeah, I agree. They're safe from relegation, in my opinion, in our opinions. So at 13, uh, I have a team similar to Fulham, you know, coming off a promotion. They're going to make a make some noise in the prem, and that's Burnley. I know you've been talking. You love what Vincent Company's been doing at Burnley. Mm-hmm. Um, they they killed it last year. They had 101 points, 29 wins, only three losses, um, which is very good. Um, and they just signed a Man City uh, goalie, James Trafford. He was playing in the League One for Bolton last year. Oh, we were we were inter- we liked him. We were talking about him. Yeah, Lester is Lester. Um, right. But they got him. Uh, he's playing the Prem. And like you said, I mean, I haven't really looked too much into their roster, I'll be honest. Um, but I like the culture around that team. Um, and I think if any team in the promo- getting promoted, it's going to make some noise. It's going to be Burnley. They killed in the championship league last year. But, you know, that could also hurt them because, you know, they got high hopes from themselves and they could just kill their conference because you're playing against much better teams. Um, but, yeah, I... I do think Burnley can make some noise and get 13th. I don't see them going any higher. I know I think you do because you haven't said them yet. Um, but yeah, I, I think 13, 13, 12 is kind of like their max um, this year. Another team where I think 13 is their max, and that is West Ham United. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking these segues. I kind of like them. Uh, that probably was probably the worst one of the, <laughs> the handful I've done. This is a team, right? Like, I, as I did these predictions this morning and I like went through all of this and I'm thinking like, this is kind of the one I kind of regret the most. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you get that feeling like when you go through the one yeah. through 20, you did it, you post it. Like, ah, I don't know if it get much better. And then you go back and tell, like, we're doing right now. And I'm like, ah, crap. Yeah. Like, I... This isn't great. Like this is like, this team probably is going to be worse than 13, but they finished 14 last year. So I will say that, but they had Declan Rice. So, you know what, you know what I'm banking on here for 13, the Europa conference league momentum. That's okay. what I'm banking on here. They could losing, De- losing Declan Rice is a gut punch. Mm-hmm. They knew it was happening, but they did get a ton of money. I don't know if they fully invested that money yet. I don't think they did. So that's kind of an issue. They still have Jared Bowen. They have Danny Ings up front. They have Gianluca Scamacca, another forward. Definitely checked up his last name. Uh, let's see. who, And then Emerson, who's a good defender. Uh, they have a good Ben Johnson. They have a good roster. They have a pretty good roster. There's some solid players, but it might be one of the years where they maybe invest in the winter window with that money or a rebuilding year where they stay in the Prem because we both don't think they're going to get relegated. They stay in the Prem, JR. Next summer, they use that yeah. Rice money and retool. They could use some of that money. In the winter window, you know? Yeah. They, if they use some of that money in the winter window, it might make our prediction, predictions, maybe yours look a little worse, mine yeah. look a little better, which I would like. Uh, but it's one of those teams where they just didn't improve enough, and you lose Declan Rice. Could be a gump punch. But you never know. This team still has some legit players, so we'll see. But, yeah, I got him at 13. Yeah. No, I agree. If they spend that money, you know, they can do some damage. But as of now, I just don't think so. At number 12 – I got a team uh, similar to you. You had them 14. I, I have them 12. And that's Fulham. Um, we said Mitrovic, he's proven he's a Premier League scorer. There has been some, not controversy, but rumors. He doesn't, might not want to be there anymore. Might take some Saudi Arabian money and go well, over that there. Would, that would hurt a little. Yeah, that, I would. As of now, he's on the team, so I'm sticking with that. But if they lose him, 
ooh, that could be bad for them. Um, like you said, they got Willian. They have a solid team. They got Raul Jimenez, like you said, from the Wolves. Who's, you know, decent uh, soccer player. And then Calvin Basie from Ajax. So they made some improvements this year, which you, we'd love to see. Um, so I, I think they're they're going to be steady in the Prem this year. Um, hopefully Mitrovic doesn't take a step back because um, they're going to need him. They got to score goals. Um, and yeah, if he could, I think it just rides on Mitrovic. If he could hit the ball in the net, like they'll be fine. Um, he's he's a top level uh, goal scorer. Um, but yeah, I don't see them, you know, capitalizing on their last year's uh, performance. A little step back. You said they got ten last year, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think twelve. They'll take you know a little bit of a step back, kind of stay in that same area, um, with twelve this year. A team that might be missing a little bit of their attacking this year, and that is 12 and Crystal Palace. This is a team that finished 11th last year. They're known, Jay. I kind of did a little research for finishing in that like 11 to 13 kind of range. You hear an echo on me? It's barely anything. Okay, I'll figure it out after I stop talking. This is a team that finishes around the 11 to 13 range consistently. They're always a little bit above or behind the mid table. I got them finishing 12th. Right now, they don't have Wilfred Zaha. This is their best score. This has been their best score over the last couple of years, and they haven't really replaced him yet. They did add what people like uh, John. No, not excuse me. I just had. I, you know when you like click something. Yeah, and they go somewhere else. And then you go somewhere yeah. else. Who do they add? Oh man, where'd it go? Okay, you know what? I'll find it. Oh, Matthias Franco. They, they that's the plan to build Wilfred Zaha's. Uh, Man, that echo's killing me right now. Wilfred Zaha's uh, spot in their team, but they still don't have a legit goal scorer or a proven goal scorer yet. They have some good defenders. They have Chris Richards. They have uh, Jeff Ward. Their midfield is good, but I still think they're one of those teams that just fits in the middle of the table. Don't have a legit goal scorer. And, yeah, I think Crystal Palace at 12. All right, yeah, I think we're kind of the same on – we're kind of the same on Crystal Palace and uh, Fulham. Mid of the pack. Um, here's a team that we definitely disagree on. I got Nottingham Forest at 11. They're gonna make the jump. Now, I, now I hear myself. But um, yeah, I I got Nottingham Forest at 11. Uh, I not I'm not gonna say I love this team. I really like this team. They were really young last year. I was a little higher on them. I think I had them at like 14, 15 last year. Um, they kind of I think they were they finished 16. So I had them a little higher than they finished, but they're a young team. I think that maturity is going to show this year. They got Morgan Gibbs White, who played really well last year. I love uh, Brennan Johnson. I think he's a really good young goal scorer, and I like Nico Williams. I just I think this team's really young. I agree. They're losing uh, their goalkeeper, uh, Dean Dean Williams. What was it? Henderson. Henderson. Dean Henderson. They got Wayne Hennessy from uh, Wales. Um, so I don't think it's going to hurt them that much, but I think their young players are really going to mature this year after having one year in the prem. They know what it's like to play in it. They know what they have to do yeah. to succeed in it. So I think Nottingham Forest is a team that will take the step uh, this year, surprise some people. Um, surprise, yeah. So I I got them at eleven. Could be a little too high. Could be high on them. They could just get relegated. But this is a team I'm taking a chance on. Going to put them higher up. So Nottingham Forest at 11. I do really love Brennan Johnson. I think he's really talented. 
is the echo gone? Yeah. Echo, Echo's gone. I don't know what I clicked. I hit echo cancellation. It was on. But I clicked and then it. Hit, and then hit it off. And then hit it on again. I don't know. Whatever. A team that doesn't need any. I'm not, not going to use that. Uh, I was, I was going to do something crazy there. So I get to, my team at 11, that is Brentford. And this is a team that I think surprised people a lot last year. They finished ninth last year. This is a good team, good roster. They didn't need to add that much. They finished with 59 points. Literally two points back of Ashton Villa. Two points back if people don't know. Obviously, the top four teams made Champions League. Five and six make Europa and seven make Europa Conference League. Jared, they finished two points back last year of the Europa Conference League in the Prem. They finished at ninth, two points back of seventh. One reason. Yeah, really well. One reason I think they take two steps back, they're not going to have Ivan Tony until winter. They're not going to have him because of the suspension. That is my main reason. You're not going to have your best goal scorer. You're not going to have your best player for a majority or about half the season. That's going to be a gut punch. They're going to be around the 15, 14, I think, without him. Shoot back up to 11 when he comes back. I just don't think they have enough left in the tank towards the end of the season after missing Ivan Tony for so long to be where they were last year, nine. So I like Brentford at 11. I still think they're a very good team. I think they're very well coached. No, yeah, I have them a little higher, but I agree. They they did really well last year, so you got to give them the props there. And I, the Ivan Tony thing kind of sucks, but it does. At ten, I have Aston Villa. They finished. Uh, what was it? They they did really well last year. Seven. They finished seventh. Um, but I just think teams, you know, that I have in front are just getting better. Um, because they they finished over Chelsea. And they finish over Tottenham, who I think might take the jump over them this year. Um, but they got Yuri Tielemans, our guy. This is actually his jersey right here. Um, love Yuri. I think he'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what he does. Um, he was a little disappointing on Leicester the last two years. But I think maybe he'll do pretty well this year. Um, and then they they have Ollie Watkins, who could score the ball. And they have uh, Aaron Ramsey. Who I, I I think is a really good uh, ball player. So I I have them at ten. I think they're going to take a little step back. I think they overperformed a little last year. Even though I had them, I think I had them at like seven or eight. You last. did. You had them very high. We also had Leicester yeah. high, so too. That, yeah, so well, take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I think they'll you know round out around ten this year. Um, I think they do have the potential to be top six. Um, if they you know perform, if Yuri steps up, kind of takes control as being a leader on that team. Um, like a veteran guy. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're going to finish at 10. A team that I also think will finish at 10. And that's a team that I've been beating the drum for all yeah, offseason. No. Vincent Company squad that just came up from the championship. This is, I think, another part two of the Fulham story. Fulham last year, they finished uh, after getting promoted from the championship. They finished in 10th. And once again, I think we got another new premier team premier league team finishing in 10 and that's burnley at 10 i think vintage company was an incredible hire what like masterclass hire for burnley after getting relegated and going right back up with 101 points last year they absolutely dominated the championship i'm hoping lester could do something similar knock on wood let's hope they get woot weighhorst back from man U. he was on loan he played a ton of games at the striker position that's a guy that's proven to be a legit contributor in the Premier League. You're going to need that. They added Marcel Lewis from Chelsea. They added Nathan Redmond in the midfield. I think this team's very good, and and they also added Darren O'Shea as a defender. This is a team that is bought into 
Vincent Company, what he is preaching. This is a team that didn't really need to add anybody because I think they're talented enough. And I think that with the addition of Woot back with uh, Marcel Lewis, with uh, Darren O'Shea as a defender, I think this team's going to be very good. I don't know if they're competing for European football, but I think 10th is where Burnley sits. And I think most Burnley fans would be pretty, pretty happy about that. Yeah, that, that's pretty high for Burnley, um, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, the South Fulham last year, they finished 10th. Um, they could definitely do it. At nine, I have a team that you know caused a little controversy between the fans of that team, and that's Chelsea. Um, they finished, they did really bad last year. They finished 12th. And to me, this is a team that continuously will spend money. They're not afraid to spend money. Just none of the players they spend on really work out the past couple of years, like the guy, what was his name? Mudrick. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mikhail Mudrick supposed to be sick. Came in 35 appearances, scored five goals, four assists. Not bad, but they thought this guy was going to be really good. He's not, he's not no Kyrian Doosby Hall. That's for sure. Yeah, he was supposed to be like the Ukrainian Messi. That was his nickname. Uh, Kieran Doosby Hall. Yeah. Um, they lost Kai Havertz to Arsenal. They lost Mateo. Kovacic to Man City. They lost Ruben Loftus-Cheek to AC Milan, Mason Mount to Man U, Pulisic to AC Milan, and Koulibaly to Al-Hilal in Saudi Arabia. They lost a good amount of players. Not saying they don't spend money. They got Axel DeSassi from Monaco, Nicholas Nicholas Jackson from Villarreal, and Christopher Nkunko from Leipzig. Yeah, so they, they they brought in players. But I think they lost some really talented players. The guys they spend money on don't seem to be worth that much money. Um, or if they get injured, like Fofana, um, they spent $180 million on him. So I I just think the culture in Chelsea is terrible. They're firing the coach like twice or so. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Chelsea to like be good again. Um, and I think the pressure could get to them. I, I have them at nine. I think there's going to be a little bit of a disappointment again this year. Better than last year, still a disappointment. Have them for nine. They're going to be competing for European football, definitely. But I just don't see them getting it. A team that I also think might be a little bit disappointing from where they were last year. They finished six, and that is Brighton at number nine. This team, once again, they finished six last year, which is European Europa League. So they'll be in the Europa League. Oh, I just hit my mic. They'll be in the Europa League They as they finish six last year. I don't think they repeat that. I think they go back to ninth. I think you lose uh, McAllister, who goes to Liverpool, one of your best midfielders. Jay, I think we're going to know here that Moises Casado, I know he hasn't officially left. He's going to leave. Is it Chelsea? Which, the money. Yeah, Probably worth the window, I think. Yeah. Is it Chelsea who that obviously could change yeah. the Chelsea prediction? Obviously, a ton. Uh, there's I, my younger brother was telling us there's a secret buyer. I don't really look into that. You never know. Well, but the plan is for them him to leave. I think that's what people think is going to happen. So I think you lose. You're going to lose Moises Casado. You lose Macau. So you lose probably your two best players. They added James Milner, who's kind of past his prime from Liverpool. Uh, J.O. Pedro. He was from Watford. They brought in. I don't know. I, I look. I think the culture is very good here. Look, you come in six last year with not the most talented roster. They still have Lewis Dunk at defender. Uh, I, I I just don't know if they have the firepower with losing McAllister and loses Moises Casado to have a 
another top six finish, another European football finish to make it back-to-back years. I think they bought into uh, Zerbi, their head coaches or managers, uh, what he's preaching, similar to what Burnley did. This was a huge surprise last year. I think they take a little bit of a step back, still finish top 10, and they finished ninth. Okay. No, I, I could see that. I have them similar position as last year. Uh, we'll get to that. At eight, I have Brentford. What You had them at 11 or so. You think 11. they're taking a step? I don't know. 11, yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the Tony loss, huge loss. But I think Lewis Potter could step in, score some goals for the team. Um, they still, they met Matthias Jensen, Josh De Silva in the midfield. And they have, they have a pretty good defense with Ben Mee. And they just uh, went out and got Nathan Collins from the Wolves for 23 million. I mean, I think they're still improving. Um, they didn't really lose anyone from last year. Uh, like a major name. Um, when Tony comes back, hopefully they could sustain, you know, a higher, like a good position in the prem until Tony goes back. And I think they could kind of take off a little bit. Um, yeah, I think they got nine last year. I think they'll get eight this year. So I think they'll take a little jump up. I, I, I like this team. I like how they're building this team. Um, so I think they have the, the backups to sustain, you know, a good culture and, you know, continue to win games while Tony's out. And when he comes back, I think they'll make that jump. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Lewis Potter's fine uh, in the meantime. So I, I think they're going to be eight. Good team. Yeah, I think they're a very good team. And I think another team that I think is a very good team, that's who I've had eight, and that is Aston Villa. You had them at, I believe, 10. You had them at 10. They finished, so you have a little bit of a step back from what they did last year. I They had they finished seventh last year. They got the Euro, Europa Conference League position with 61 points, just nearing beating Tottenham and Brentford. And I think they finished in eighth. I think they're a very similar team they were last year. They still have Ali Watkins. You know they added Musa Mo, Diaby, a forward who's going to fit right into their attack. And I, I saw, I've seen people on online raving about this guy. He's going to fit right into their attacking as a forward and give them another little firepower up front. I said Ali Watkins, Aaron, Rams, Aaron Ramsey in the midfield, along with Yuri Tielemans, who's a former Leicester City player. I think this team is very good. Like, very, very good. I just think a couple of the teams ahead of them are going to do a little better than they did last year. They're going to be in contention, Jar. I don't think they're in contention for Champions League, but I think they'll be 100% down the stretch in contention for a, Euro, a Europa or Europa Conference League spot. I think they just miss miss him, and I think they finish eighth. Mm, you notice he spelled the name wrong down there? Did I? Oh, no. Wait, no. wait, wait. People, wait. This is when you do it quickly. For the I got uh, Aston, I got Aston. he only gave him one L. I got Aston Villa at eight. When we do, I'm not gonna do the whole spiel again. Okay, but yeah, I got Aston Villa at eight. Not the not the the two L's, not the one L. Mm-hmm. So, at I I think Aston Villa at eight is definitely something I would put if I did multiple of these. Um, you know, like you said, sometimes you regret it. Kind of regret oh, yeah. them, ending them out at ten. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I gotta keep them there, and we'll see what they do. Hey, you gotta at, stick, stick to your stick yeah, to your gut. Stick to my gut. At seven, I have the Tottenham Spurs. They finished last year at eight, kind of underwhelming. I think they might have an, another underwhelming season. One reason is because Tot- Harry Kane might be on the move. They just rejected Byron's offer. Yeah. But if the winter window comes around, 
he's not on the team, it's going to be hurt them a ton. Not saying they don't have anyone else on that team because they definitely do. Um, but yeah, it's top goal scorer is going to losing their top goal scorer is going to kill them. But he's on the team right now. Still think they'll underperform a little bit. But with Harry Kane on the team, the dude scored 30 goals last year and, you know, not getting the golden boot because of Holland. But it's not a thing like scoring 30 goals on Tottenham's team is like scoring 46 on Man City's. Like it, it's harder to score on a team like that. Scorer, yeah. yeah, he's a great goal scorer. Um, yeah, that's undone. They have, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? Son, son. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, son's great. And then they just added James Madison. I mean, Pete Love. It's definitely going to make their offense a little more potent. They still have Rick Carlson. And they uh, signed Jufalimo Vaccaro from Empoli and uh, Dijon Kulisveski from Juventus. So they're, they're definitely making additions. Didn't lose a ton. I think we look back at it this year, everything everything stays the same. Harry Kane's on the team. They, they're going to be competing for champion uh, Champions League. They could. Very well could. I have them at seven. Harry Kane situation up in the air. We don't know if he's going to leave or not. Uh, Byron comes up with a better offer. They might take it. Um, but so they, they could be very much in the conversation for top four. Um, but as of now, I'm going to keep them at seven. I think James Madison's a great addition. Um, could definitely set up their son and Kane for some goals. Not to repeat what Jarrah said, and obviously for time constraints, so you guys are not here forever. I also have Tottenham at seven. I do think, like Jarrah said, they could be in the Champions League. They 100% could. The addition of James Madison, they still have a Charleston, uh, even though he had a very underwhelming first year at as a hotspur, Sun's still very good. It's it's Harry Kane. Like if Harry Kane's up there for the full year, they might they could out uh, play both of our predictions and get into mm-hmm. maybe this right now would have them in the Europa Conference League. And they finished eighth last year, so they didn't even make the Europa Conference League. This right now has them in the Europa Conference League, maybe Europa, maybe as a fourth spot in the uh, Champions League. But I do think the addition of James Madison helps. They're just uh not fully getting where Harry Kane is at right now. If he's going to Bayern or if he's not. Is kind of too scary for me to put him any higher. I got them at seven. Yeah, I, I kind of agree on that one. At number six, um, I'm keeping the same team as last year. Um, that's Brighton. They really good uh, club. You're, I think Moises Casado is going to stay maybe into the winter window, but okay. I don't think they're going to take anything that because they're still competing for a Champions League. Basically, I don't think they're going to just sell him. Um, just because Chelsea's given them a mid offer that they, they're they're set in stone what they want. If they don't get it, I don't think they're going to sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this is just an overall great team. No one jumps off the board here. Um, they got D- Danny Welbeck as their forward, their goal scorer. The only thing besides him, they kind of lack goal scores other than Welbeck. Um, they got James Milner from Liverpool, a veteran. Uh, they come in the locker room and kind of, you know. He's been there before. He knows how to win. Um, he's been on a great club for his career. So I think that was a good get. Um, someone that could lead the team um, and like just veteran leadership. Uh, so I, I think this team's going to com- be competing uh, for a Champions League. Um, and they're going to be playing some European football after next year. A team that I also think will be playing more European football this year. And they are already. They're playing Champions League football. They won't be repeating it again. They finished fourth last year, and that is Newcastle. They're going to finish sixth. 
this is more or less what I think the teams in front of them have done, and I think what the teams in front of them are going to be this year. Oh, they still have Alexander Isaac, Cal Molson, Anthony, Go- Anthony Gordon. They added our guy Harvey Barnes in the midfield. They got in better. I do think they overperformed last year. I do think they overperformed a bit last year, so I don't think they're as good as fourth. The Harvey Barnes addition is going to obviously really help. He's a very good goal scorer in the wings. We did see time to time he's kind of – he goes quiet. Uh, yeah, he does. Game game. he does. He doesn't have – some games he's great, and some games he just gets lost in there and kind of like don't even notice him. So if he avoids those, he'll be this team could be much better. Obviously, we haven't seen it when he was at Leicester. I do think this team is going to be back in European football, fighting for the Champions League. I don't know. And they did also add another midfielder, Sandro Tonali from AC Milan, who looks like he does not want to be there because his AC Milan was his boyhood club and Milan just couldn't afford him anymore. Whatever. But he's still a very good player. So they've, they have a very good team. They've gotten better. Now I'm thinking maybe we should have had him at fifth. I still like the teams that have him in top four. I think they're around the fifth and sixth. I have him at sixth. I don't think they're a top four team this year. All right, and I actually have them at fifth. Um, I love the Harvey Barnes edition. Um, I think pairing him up with uh, Miguel Miron, who played really well last year, um, it's going to be great. Harvey Barnes doesn't just score the ball. He like sets people up. Yeah, I think they got a good defense with Matt Target. Like you said, they added uh, uh, the guy from AC Milan, Tonali. So I, I think they're going to stay competitive for Champions League. They're going to be playing in the Champions League this year. Uh, but I think they miss out next year at five. Like you said, this is more the clubs above them that are just getting better and the dominance that they've shown over the years. So, I mean, Newcastle's shown they're going to spend money. I think they'll be up in the top eight for years to come uh, because they're getting young players. Um, I think Barnes could break out with Newcastle, put in the right situation. He's a great goal scorer, and like I said, he assists other people. Um Sometimes he feels like one-dimensional where you don't feel like he's going to do an assist. He always looks to score, but somehow he gets assists. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Newcastle is going to be five and mostly because the team's above them. But I, I like this team a lot. Team at five is Chelsea, and I am betting on a massive, massive bounce back from a couple players, and that is Raheem Sterling. Uh uh, Makai Mudrik, who maybe fits into maybe a little more comfortable in year two. Enzo Fernandez was great last year. Uh, the addition from oh, – where was he came from? Sevilla? I want to say, Jerry, you want to search this up one? I, before I keep going. Enzo Fernandez, but I read – I was watching some things about it that he was playing in the wrong position under Grand Potter, like in the wrong, uh, wrong position on the field. They're going to use him in a better position. I think this team is very good. I think – you still have Reese James. This is we're betting on a healthy year from a lot of these players, right? Like if Raheem Sterling, Benfica, Benfica, thank you. If uh, Enzo Fernandez is in the right position, which they said they were going to play him, if Diago Silva can still do his thing, if Reese James and Raheem Sterling have a bounce back year, and then you just add in uh, who do they add? Uh, Christopher Nakanku from Leipzig, who was supposed to be an absolute stud. They also added, or they also have Calum Hudson Odo from. The young player, I said his name so wrong. So this is a team that I'm, I'm, ba- I'm banking on a bounce back from Raheem Sterling, Reese James, and Makaya Mudrik. I think this team is too talented to finish where you are. I'm not saying they're not gonna. I just there's too many talented pieces, and I think Graham Potter was just not the right coach. They should have who's their coach before. I always forget his name. Whatever. He's at Bayern now. They should. I will come up in a second. They shouldn't have fired him. I do think with the addition of Nkunku up front. 
I do think we have a bounce back here from Sterling and Reese James. And I think Enzo Fernandez is going to flourish in the system. I think Chelsea finishes just outside the Champions League at fifth. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a lot of ifs. So we'll have to see if they get in. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying we'll have to see if they, you know, do what they're supposed to be doing. But. Yeah, Jerry, we gotta, we, we're going to we're gonna have to change our philosophy here because we cannot go over an hour, yeah. 52 minutes. So I want you to give me, you, you do each, you say each team, go from four to one, you put the banner up, and okay. then tell me one team that you want to talk about. Yeah, so at four, Man U played really great, overperformed to what I thought they were going to do last year with Rashford, stood out. At number three, got Liverpool. Um, yeah, it's, it's Liverpool. Number two, Arsenal. They got a lot better this year. And then number one, it's the reigning champs, Man City. And then you said pick one team that's going to stand out. Just one team you want to talk about more. Yeah, so I'll talk about uh, talk about Man City. I mean, they lost Gundogan from, to Barcelona, a free transfer. He was their captain last year. Really great goal scorer, great player. Makes stuff happen. They lost Riyad Mahrez. Um, but, I mean, they have Kevin De Bruyne and Holland. A great team. They continuously get better. They have a great culture at Pep. Uh, I just don't see a team. Side. I mean, I see them competing, but Arsenal, and Liverpool. I don't even put Man City on that level. But Arsenal and Liverpool are going to be the ones competing with them. And I just think Man City is a different beast. It sucks to pin them again because you know you kind of want to yeah. go someone different every year. But this team won the Champions League. They won the Prem, and they might do one of those things again, um, either Champions League or Prime or both uh, this year. So I think there's the heavy favorites, and you can't not pick Man City first. I agree with Jared. Four, we both have Manchester United. I think Marcus Rashford. I think they have Sancho still. I think this team can have a very good year. Uh, they did add Mason Mount into the mix, so that's another addition in that midfield. And I think they finished – where did they finish last year? They finished third last year. I think they still have another good year. I think they're fourth. One thing, Jared, and I disagree. We both have Man City at one. I have Arsenal at three. I think they take a bit of a step back. I think they're very good. Obviously, they added Kai Havertz. They still have Thomas Partey, Gabriel Jesus. This defense was great, and they were about a month away from winning the Premier League. About a month away from winning the Premier League, and they not let it slip out of their hands, but they kind of did. They let it slip out of their hands. Yeah, but also Man City went on an absolute tirade and just did their thing. But they, but Arsenal had that chance to win the Premier League, and they did not. I think they dropped back to three. At two, I have Liverpool, and I'll get to them in a second. That's the team I want to talk about quickly. And then I agree with JR. I got one, Man City. The one team I want to talk about, and that is Liverpool. This team finished in fifth last year. So they, they kind of they were they were struggling. They were like an eight, nine, tenth, and they kind of had a resurgence in that second half. They got themselves all the way up to fifth, and they got to the Europa League. They still have Allison. They still have Jurgen Klopp. They still have one of the best defenders in the world in Virgil van Dijk. The two things that I think they added that are very good that I think I like is they added two midfielders, and they needed midfielders. They were very old in the midfield. Dominic Skozabowski, Skozabali, no, Skozabali, I think I got it right. And then they added Alexis McAllister from uh, Brighton. So two good midfielders that are going to, have a huge resurgence. Liverpool was brutal in the midfield last year. They were old. They were slow. They were injured. They had two midfielders that are young, that are fast, that are going to fit into their system. I think that is great. And you still have up front Luis Diaz, who had a unhealthy last year, Cody Gakpo, Mohamed Salah, 
and Darwin Nunes. So I think this team is loaded up front, good defense, and got vastly improved in the midfield. So I got to finish in second. You had him at third, right? Yeah. So we do see both an improvement for Liverpool. Yeah, I do definitely. I think Yakbo is going to do really well for them. Thing was like the 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 Darwin Nunez transfer. You expected him to be really good. He needed to be better. He scored nine goals. I mean, so he'll have to make an improvement if they want to compete for that one or two spot. I think. Uh, but Salah's always there, and yeah, they got a great team. Uh, McAllister, I think, is a little overrated. Okay. With the signing, uh, he didn't do a ton at Brighton last year, but. Uh, hopefully in this new system, we can succeed. Hopefully everyone enjoyed this episode, Premier League episode. We'll do this every summer. Maybe we'll do a little more content of soccer throughout the year, but obviously we get busy with football. Jer, tell everyone where they can follow us on social media. Yeah, guys. Uh, maybe we'll post more soccer content on our social medias as well. At Talking Sports PD, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, yeah, follow us on there. Hopefully, we might... Put some more Premier League like content up um, mid-season or something. So stay tuned with that. And then, like we said earlier, Underdog Fantasy promo code TSP, um, and they match your 100% match you 100% on your first deposit. Uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this video, um, and hope you guys enjoy us doing soccer content. So we're going to try to continue that. Um, we're going to be watching a lot of Championship this year, unfortunately, but also fortunately because hopefully we kill it as lesser city fans but yeah guys hope you enjoyed this video yeah guys everything's in the description underdog fantasy link use code tsp for 100 deposit match tiktok instagram twitter apple Podcasts, and spotify if you do prefer us on besides youtube apple Podcasts, and spotify descriptions in below all on our link tree nfl college football is coming up we'll give you guys our week coming up like jared said on social media we'll give you our weekly college football picks our weekly NFL picks, and we do have a couple NFL episodes coming for you guys eventually right around when the season starts. You guys don't want to miss this. And subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Over 3.5K. Yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Road to 4K. We're under 500 away to the Road to 4K. Keep doing that. And as always, drop a like, drop a comment. And this was the Talking Sports Podcast, hosted by Peter DiBiase and John Rocco Champor right here on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. We'll see you in the next one.